Welcome to The Kitchen Table, a show dedicated to helping you escape diet culture, gain trust with food, honor your body, and live a brighter life. Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Kitchen Table. I'm your host, Alicia Brown, and on today's episode, I have a special guest. Her name is Lee, Lee Capitina, and Lee is a registered holistic nutritionist, cookbook author, and founder of Lee's Provisions, a premium organic ghee and wellness tea company. And I found Lee and um, Sarah Britton of My New Roots on Instagram. She was doing an Instagram Live, and I was just like, oh, I love... Uh, Lee's energy and this conversation that she's having with Sarah. And I found her on Instagram and I was like, oh, I see that you wrote this cookbook on fats. Would you like to connect? And so that's what brought Lee here on the show. We just talked before the show just a bit and we really share a very similar food philosophy. And so I've called her on so we can learn more about her and her cookbook and of course, more about her food philosophy in the meantime. So thank you, Lee, so much for being here on the show with us. Thank you so much for having me, Alicia. Yes. So tell us what kind of brought you to being the owner of this wellness ghee company, Lee's Provisions, and what kind of inspired you to write this cookbook on fat? So for a long time, I was um, working in the fashion industry before I got into food. And um, I was I was afraid of food. I was afraid of eating. I was on a really restrictive, low-fat diet working as a model. And um, I was told that fat was to be avoided at all costs. And I was really afraid of calories. I was tracking everything I ate. And um, yeah, I I just eventually realized I wasn't healthy. I wasn't feeling happy um, living that way. And it wasn't working. Like I just wasn't really losing weight. Like it would just, you know, it was very temporary. And then I would put the weight back on because I was craving, um, craving nutrients and craving food. Um, so I eventually gave up modeling and I started searching for like my, my true passion, um, which I knew wasn't fashion. And, um, I worked on some organic farms. I studied nutrition and I really found that food was something that I was very called to and very passionate about. So I love learning about food. I love cooking food. And I love nourishing my body with all kinds of different foods. Um, So that's kind of what led me to where I am today um, and writing the cookbook, which is called Eat Good Fat, all about healthy fats. Eat Good Fat. I love it. Um, And I can't wait to unpack more about this book. But first, explain more to us, like, did you find yourself kind of falling into a lot of fad diets to lose weight within the modeling industry? Like, what was that pressure kind of like, and how do you think it led to the shift to like wanting to explore food more? Yeah. So I was definitely put on a lot of low fat diets. Um, I tried like every diet under the sun, like master cleanse. I tried the cabbage soup diet, um, all kinds of stuff. Um, and I just felt very malnourished. Like I had headaches, I had low energy, Mm. brain fog. I, I didn't feel very, very good. Like I wasn't thriving or feeling my best. Um, and I knew that it wasn't healthy. Like I just knew there had to be a better way. Um, and I had to find out what that was. Um, so that really involved doing a 360 and just like getting rid of fashion, getting rid of modeling, even leaving some relationships behind and just starting fresh and figuring out, you know, how to nourish myself in a way that made me feel good. So that led to, you know, my journey through through nutrition. 
And for some people, nutrition can be something that triggers them to have disordered eating. For me, it was the opposite. Um, For me, studying nutrition was actually a way to learn how to nourish my body with food. Um, So for me, it was a very positive experience. That's amazing. And I think for so many of us, when we kind of start our intuitive eating journeys, or we realize that like the diets that we've been on aren't serving us, the restriction isn't serving us. We hit this tipping point. That's like, oh, I've got to get rid of all the stuff that's not serving me anymore. I've got to get, you know, rid for you as a huge tipping point, right? Getting rid of the job, the lifestyle, the relationships. I mean, that is a huge life shift. What was it for you that like caused you to like rethink your life and to really clean your slate? Because for a lot of us, it's a super bold move, but a necessary move that helps us kind of deeper explore really who we are through how we eat and live. Yeah, it's hard to say if there was like a defining moment. Um, I know that I just, you know, it was always a struggle to lose the weight. And it was always an ongoing issue, like with my agency being like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be eating that or you you need to lose another inch for this job or whatever. And like, Mm. you know, literally having people poking and prodding at you and saying you're, you're not the right size. Like it's, so it became very obvious that like something wasn't working and maybe I wasn't cut out for that, that type of restriction and that industry. Like I didn't love restricting myself. So that became very, very obvious very quickly um, that I couldn't sustain that, that type of lifestyle. Some people were great at dieting and they, you know, were really, really thin and that just wasn't me. So, um, like I love food way too much to do that. So (laughs) all of us here at the table are like smiling ear to ear because we're all thinking like, we love food too. And we all hate restricting too. It's making us super unhappy. Thank you for just saying that out loud, because I think it's something that like, we don't talk a lot about, you know, if we follow diets, you know, we're just trying to follow the rules, stay in our lane, you know, not waver too much, but at the same time, it's like, no, this is actually making us unhappy. What do we have to change? So why Mm -hmm. fat after you kind of like got your hands in the dirt, learned about nutrition and food and truly nourishing your body. I'm so glad that that was a supportive experience for you to like relearn how to truly nourish yourself after kind of the traumas of the modeling industry. Well, how did you discover fat and about, you know, among all the macronutrients, you know, we have carbs, we have proteins, why fats? (laughs) (laughs) Um, because fat is delicious. And I, again, love food. And if you're enjoying your food and you're adding flavor and fat to your food, you're more satisfied and you're less likely to um, feel restricted and binge eat as a result. I just found that I was happier eating fat and it made me feel better. Um, I discovered ghee and I think ghee is like the most delicious fat because it's basically butter on steroids. Um, so it doesn't get much better than that. Um, so I discovered ghee, um, at a, conference about Ayurveda. Um, they taught us about ghee and all the benefits. And I, I really became interested in Ayurveda. That was, that was how I really made my entrance into nutrition. And I love how individualized it was for each person. Mm -hmm. And I learned that ghee specifically was really beneficial for my constitution. Um, and it's very grounding for my constitution, which tends to be very dry, very oily and, and nourishing. So Um, I just started using it all the time and I fell in love with it and, um, yeah, I just like started embracing fat and realizing that it wasn't as bad as I used to think it was. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. For everyone listening who might be unfamiliar with ghee, do you want to just kind of dive into how to make ghee or kind of it's clarified nature so they can kind of understand what we're even talking about? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so ghee is the Indian style of clarified butter. So it's butter that is essentially um, purified to its its basic essence, which is the butter oil. So you've taken out the impurities and the, the milk proteins and the lactose. So you're basically left with this like pure golden oil that tastes very nutty and buttery and it's shelf stable. It has a very high smoke point, so it's good for cooking. Um, and it's very spreadable at room temperature. So it's just a great versatile um, fat to use for just about anything. And um, yeah, it's very, it's a staple in South Asian households as well. It's been used for thousands of years. It's so awesome that this is more like widely available across the globe. I mean, like I'm here in the Midwest, Green Bay, Wisconsin, we put butter on 90% of everything, but you could swap anything you're putting butter with, with ghee and you sell this in your provision store, correct? Yeah, we, we make organic ghee that's made here in Canada, um, that's made in small batches and it's very high quality and very delicious. So mm. I'm really proud of our ghee. Um, like there are other ghees and, you know, just they're not all like not all ghee is created equal. Um, so quality is very important with ghee. Tell us more about fat. I think a lot of women totally, as you said, have been taught to fear fat. You know, like fat is bad, low fat is good. When you go into the grocery store, like you are surrounded by like low fat, no fat products. And, you know, I'm just putting myself when I had a poor relationship with food back in like the yogurt aisle and I had to choose between low fat yogurt and like, you know, 2% yogurt, you know, fat-free yogurt. And I chose fat-free for yearsly. And then I chose full fat yogurt. I never went back. Right. (laughs) So what is a message that you might share with women that are really fearing fat, especially in the conversation about satisfaction and nutrition and, um, feeling full at mealtimes? Yeah, I would say, um, don't be afraid of fat. Fat keeps you full for longer. If you're, if you are concerned about like eating too much or your weight or anything like that, like the worst thing you can do is restrict fat because it's going to cause you to be hungry. You're going to get more sugar cravings. It'll just give you a blood sugar roller coaster. You don't want that. So eating fat actually causes you to be more satiated and you're not going to have to eat as much between meals. Um, so for people that are concerned about fat, um, I would just rest assured that fat, um, won't cause the issues you're concerned about. I think a lot of women too, like when we restrict something from our diet, particularly fat for some reason, because we lack that real satiating component, food cycles in our head a lot, right? So it's like, if we're not really feeling satisfied, like food is on the mind, food is on the mind, where can we get food next? So even more than like, you know, I so agree. Like we can't have as much staying power in between meals. We're looking for food more regularly. Do you feel like it can also just like distract us from life, this constant like attention towards food? Or did you find that in your own personal experience? I know I have, and a lot of my clients have too. Like constantly thinking about food and what you're going to eat. Yeah. I do find that to be a little distracting. Yeah. Um, Especially, yeah, if you're not satisfied and you're thinking about, you know, what you're going to snack on, 
um, and like raiding the fridge all the time. Like, yeah, I think that is kind of distracting. Like I'm just, I personally like to eat like three meals a day and I, I don't snack that often. Like I will, if I, if I have, if I have to, but it's not something that I, I do often. I'm usually very satiated between meals, um, for the most part. So I mean, some people like to eat smaller meals and, mm-hmm. and snack more. I, I mean, I think everyone's different, but um, definitely it can be a little um, distracting for some people. For sure. I think fat helps us like turn the page, move on from the meal, satisfied mm-hmm. and moving on with our life. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, totally. Tell us more about how you develop the recipes in this book, Eat Good Fat. Sure. Um, so a lot of the recipes are ones like inspired by my travels. So, um, like there's a recipe inspired by, um, like a fina, which is a chickpea pancake I had in Argentina, but I adapted it and added more good fats. Um, so my travels, like I really love traveling and I miss it a lot, um, during COVID, but that has been a big inspiration for me because I love exploring food from different cultures. And, um, also just, there's some family recipes that I've adapted as well. Um, that I've just included more good fats in them. And, uh, and then some that I've just kind of invented like based on foods that I love. Um, so using ingredients, um, that I enjoy that I use every day. So it's a combination of different influences, I would say. Would you say this book is for like a beginner, medium, or expert level cook? I would say it's for, it's not for a beginner, Mm -hmm. although some of the recipes are definitely a lot simpler. Um, It's not advanced because I'm not an advanced cook. I would say it's for somebody who likes to cook, who cooks, you know, who, who cooks often, Mm -hmm. um, who's comfortable in the kitchen. Um, Not somebody who's getting takeout every day who's like, how do I fry an egg? You know, so basic cooking skills um, and proficiency in the kitchen, I think would be, would be helpful. Yeah. So like someone who's kind of making their way around the kitchen, but wants to explore maybe different cooking methods and styles a little bit more, especially including recipes from across the globe. Those chickpea pancakes sound amazing. What is your favorite recipe in the cookbook? I have to ask. My favorite recipe. It's such a hard question. Um, honestly, like it changes all the time. Um, (laughs) right now I'm loving the grainless granola. It's just a really buttery nutrient packed granola. That's full of like nuts and seeds and good fats and protein. So it really keeps you satiated. And I love having that as a snack. So I've really been into that lately. Um, yeah, I would say that's my favorite right now. Oh, that sounds amazing. I love the, the, the ghee component and the crunch that the granola provides, but I also know fat can lead to creaminess and fat can help with texture in many ways and just amplifies flavor, right? So like fat, oh yeah, fat is the way. <laughs> is there anything else that you'd like to share on the show, either about your cookbook, but your, your own food philosophy or anything that's coming to mind for women that might be interested in learning more about you, your offerings, your provisions, your cookbook? Yeah. I mean, the last thing I would say is that like, it's, it's all about, I would say moderation, like everything in moderation is sort of what I believe in. So I don't believe in really restrictive diets. I also, you know, even though I wrote a book about fat, I don't think, you know, fat is the only thing that matters in life, you know, so you need to have a balanced diet. 
um, make sure you're getting protein and fiber and you're exercising like, and sleeping and drinking water, all these things that we hear, you know, are important to take into account. So rather than going totally extreme one way, just having a like a well-rounded approach to eating, I think is, is really important. So I just wanted to mention that. I, do you mean to say that you're not promoting an all fat diet, Lee? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Just I joking, mean, yes. <laughs> there are recipes in here that people can enjoy who are on a low carb, high fat diet for sure. There's gluten free recipes, there's recipes for people that have dietary restrictions. Um, but there's also recipes for people that just want to eat real food. Um, so. Oh, thank you so much for sharing. And for everyone listening, go check out Lee's provisions, go check out her cookbook. Lee, could you share with everyone where they can find you? I'll link everything in the show notes below. Sure. Um, so Lee's provisions is my company. Um, you can find us on Instagram, um, Facebook. I think we're on Twitter, but I know I don't really post on Twitter. So don't follow us there. Um, the cookbook is available at, um, everywhere books are sold. You can find it at Barnes and Noble, Indigo in Canada, Amazon, um, local bookstores, really important to support the local bookstores right now. Um, so yeah, you can find it everywhere. Thank you so much, Lee, for all of your sharing. Everyone at the kitchen table, get friendly with fat. Get familiar with fat, get friendly with fat as a key nutrient among all of the um, foods and different varieties and in your exploration of intuitive eating and beyond in your life as you navigate the kitchen and find yourself feeling at home with food and more at home in your bodies as well. Lee, thank you so much for being here on the show. And for everyone, if this message resonated with you, maybe there's someone in your life that you want to share this message with, screenshot this episode right now and share it with them. And while you have your phone out, hit the subscribe button. Ta-da! Then you will never miss an episode every Monday and Thursday here at the kitchen table. But for now, we wish you a wonderful, wonderful day, and we will see you on Monday's episode.